Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show with your host, Nadia Khalil. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to today's show. Today is Thursday, Dream Theme Thursday, and it's the 17th of January. It is raining cats and dogs outside. And it's going to rain, like, really hard until at least noon from now. So you can imagine today. I think today's supposed to be the last day of this kind of rain, uh, maybe into tomorrow morning. But we're on, like, day four. It's been going on since Monday. And um, now the boulders are coming down. One came down and, and rammed into a car yesterday, not too far from where I live. And I'm like, oh, wow. And um now, by now, we're getting flooding and all of that. So, um, you know, we want rain, we need rain, and then we get rain, but because we don't get rain very much, um, the rain wreaks havoc when it's too much. So, geez, we just always have a challenge to face. But today, we have dreams. I have a lot of dreams. I got to hit them one, one at a time. They're, um, I think I'll just take them in order as I got them. So I have one. I think it's a part two of a, um, or maybe it's not an anonymous dream. It's not. It was Ileana because she describes herself in here. And she says, hi, Nadia. I remember the end of my dream. And I never had been in a shootout for real or in a dream, but it's a new day. I'm in a strange house with my son and people come in shooting with big automatic weapons. I take our my snub-nosed five-shooter gun, and it's not firing. I'm shooting blanks, and a round is missing. I somehow lose my son, and I know that he's outside. I feel he's safe. The people shooting are the Don Miguel Ruiz family. I drop the gun on the floor and place my hands in the air to give up. His son, Don Jose, walks over, and I I wake up. Lots of shooting. Whew, I woke up almost sweating. Thank you, Nadia. Much love, Eliana. Thank you so much. Nadia, I just remembered that when I was an NYPD cop, I had many dreams of shootouts, and my gun always, always literally fell apart. LOL. Truth, though, that's all I remember of them. Much love to you, Eliana. This dream tells you that you can handle anything because in shootouts, the whole point of a shootout is that one side takes care of the other side. But in this, you found a way to solve it. You put your weapon down. You didn't continue fighting a fight that isn't yours. It's, it's interesting how these dreams that sound so scary, like, wow, there was a shootout and I almost got shot and, you know, put down my weapon and it stopped. Oh, my God. But that's true for life. We can stop any problem at any time and see what happens. We can stop our part of it. We can stop our participation. Now, if you're in a shootout and someone has a gun and they're going to shoot it at you and you have a gun, you have to shoot back or you're just going to get shot, right? But most of the time when there's a shootout, Well, a shootout means two people have guns. When they're shooting, 
He just has to get out of the way one way or another if you have a gun or not. But in a dream, to have what you think, and, and, and the interesting part about who it is, Don Miguel, who is, you know, a beautiful writer, great man, um, beautiful man, and yet you say, hey, nothing is as it seems, but I have to protect myself from anything, maybe even that I might think are good for me right now that I probably deep inside feel like maybe I shouldn't take that route. But let me lay everything down, think about it, let time go on, and I'll see if it's mine or not. It's funny that in your dream you were almost sweating because it was real. You were really fighting. You're fighting hard in your life. You're not willing to hurt others for it. You're not willing to hurt people for what you want. But you're fighting hard. And it's funny that when you were a cop, in those times, your guns always fell apart. So you're not a violent person and you don't want violence. And you don't want to trample over people to get what you want. But there's a bigger, bigger, bigger thing in this dream. Your son was outside and you knew he was sick. Dream. You did not have to tell him what to do. He knew what to do. He knew how to save himself. And in your heart, you knew he was okay. Sometimes we really, really worry about our kids. Because we don't believe how smart they really are because we only see the things at times that they do that make us go, what the heck was my kid thinking? Everyone in your family knows their place. They know what they're willing to do and also what they're not willing to do. But you guys are survivors. And that's the best part of this whole dream. No matter who it is shooting at you. And it's funny that who it was shooting at you, but it's interesting the results of what you did in your dream. It's really so optimistic to be in something that looks like a dead end, like a shootout. They'll have a choice to put your gun down and they may stop. And they did. And you didn't even have to see the rest of it because you didn't have to see the rest of it. You just had to see yourself make a decision See your son make a decision independent of you, and both of you are okay. Tell me that isn't cool. That sweat you almost woke up with, it was worth it. It was worth this dream. So much for sending it in. I hope if you're listening right now, you are enjoying that dream. I have another dream, or I think it's two of them. Um, another anonymous dream. Let me see. I have to make sure. Okay. Hi, Nadia. Another anonymous dream. Okay. There's a reverend and you both visited in my dream. First, I was with Terry, Reverend Terry and you both visited in my dream. 
First, I was with Terry, and he tested my ability to create, create evidence, providing proof, drawing right conclusions, and so forth. I passed his exam. He handed me my certificate, and we were both really happy. Then I visited you and gave you the news thing to me, something I don't remember, but everything in my life suddenly made sense, and I was just eager to get back to my life and live it. Awesome. That was a good dream. That was that was again, a, what do they call them? A sort of cogs in the wheel, you know, something you need to keep the wheel turning. And this was a boost. These dreams that boost, they give us, you know, a little bit of a head start on what we're thinking and say, hey, you know what? Keep going. Just keep going. But then there's another one, another anonymous dream, just in case you got room. I was traveling. Nothing went the way I like it. Everything was somehow off. I allowed other people to make decisions for me. When I tried to intervene and push for what I felt my ability to focus, I got distracted. When I woke up, I took the decision in the dream to stop this and make my own decision. I woke up thinking once I wake up, I changed this, and I was invigorated. That Your dreams are all, and in, 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 we got to think about this. And I just had a long conversation about this last night with um, a young adult because that's when we're figuring out a lot of stuff in our lives because I know it's going to sound weird to say this. When we haven't had children in our lives, we remain children in many ways. That's why young people, when something comes up in their lives, it's hard for them to think outside of themselves or deal with other people's opinions easily. And sometimes other people have a lot to offer us, but they don't have that scope. I didn't have that scope. I had my daughter at 28 and or 27, and I'm walking out of the hospital, and I remember holding my little baby, being as happy as I could ever have been, just relieved that I was actually carrying the baby outside of my body because I, I got so big at the end, I, I couldn't handle carrying it inside. But I remember thinking to myself, oh, my God, I can never take a day off again. I don't have a sick day. I don't have a I could get away day. And I remember thinking that, not in a bad way, just the reality of that level of responsibility that took me out of myself. And these dreams are bodacious of I need to make decisions because when other people make decisions and then I get distracted by trying to make my own decisions, even though I may not know what my decisions are yet. Working with others is truly a gift. You don't have to isolate yourself for things to be right or things to be okay. Everybody in the world is not wrong. And I had to have this conversation last night, and thank God I did because it does prepare me for a very subtle dreams that are bounce along dreams, you know, that, you know, okay, this is my shot in the arm and I'm doing great and I feel good. But every time someone else gets involved in what I'm doing, things go off. 
sometimes there's a reward in learning that you can trust, that you can relax a little bit and kind of go with the flow. Because it puts a lot of pressure on us to do what other people want of us or, or not, and then we think we can do it better. That's a pressure because now we have to keep doing everything better and we haven't really even seen where we can go, provided we choose the crowds that we get along with well, meaning we have the same ideals and we want to do the same things. So there's a lot going on there. But making your own decisions, tiring, and it's also invigorating as you felt in your dream, but allowing yourself to mix the two, to have a balance between the world you live in, the people you've chosen to be around, as well as yourself. There's, you know, being, having children forced me to step out of myself and consider somebody else's opinion that may sound like left field to me and look at it and say, hey, you know what? That may actually work for you. may not work for me. But because of that, it allowed me to see other people's opinions, my children. It allowed me to step back and realize, hey, life will go on without me. But while I'm here, how can I contribute to my own life and to the lives around me? So whatever you might feel is right, it doesn't mean that it's separate from other people. We have all had a hand in helping each other. We have all had a hand in bringing ourselves to today. There's many hands that touched each one of our lives that shaped us, helped us, we helped. It goes on and on and on throughout our lives. We are designed to interact with each other. So I, I just, in the dream, I, I know you feel that you lose your ability when you, when you feel like you have to be right because now it goes from what you were doing to being right. It's not about right and wrong. It's about learning. And we learn so well through each other. We do really need each other. I can't stress that enough. I mean, Christ doesn't say, you, you, you all the time. We, we, we. And when he says we, he's actually including himself, which really threw me off in the beginning because I'm like, but he's so different. He does feel different. He feels like us all cleaned up. Because he's not here anymore in in the body where we have to deal with whatever goes on around us. But he is here to guide us knowing our potential, knowing that what we, our biggest grunt here is learning to communicate with each other. That none of us are an island, on an island alone and none of us know everything. We don't have to know everything when we have each other. I may know something and you may know something. What you know isn't less important than what I know, but when we interact and we share those things, I get to learn and you get to learn. It's, it's an energy exchange. 
The energy exchanges are key to every single one of our lives. Without them, we have no motivation. If we want to do something, we're thinking of, okay, if I do this, then I've gotten a step. This will excite me. I think it's a great thing to do, try, or have. And to accept those desires in us. Because when I can accept my desires, you can accept yours. And when you can accept yours, we can share them. I love going to people who have done something most of their lives. They will know stuff about that that nobody could tell you that you couldn't read anywhere. They are these plethora of knowledge. I've studied, I knew I was or not, ever since, even before seeing Christ, because I was already starting to feel the energy grow me, grow me, grow me. I had no idea where it was going. I had no idea Christ was behind it. But something in me really trusted God all of my life. And there was a reason for that, because one day, I guess, this was going to happen to me, and I was going to talk about it. But I always had a trust in other people, because it's, you can't just trust God and not people. But that's why I wanted to talk about opposite mind, and I talked about it for a while, and, and I know somebody wrote me and said, hey, you know what, I wasn't even aware that went on. Neither was I until I married it still love the person with all my heart. But I have to be aware. So when you want to just make decisions for yourself, give someone a chance first. You'll be surprised what you may learn from them. People don't have to be, in quotes, as smart as you. They're just smart in a different way. So I hope that helps you, and I hope that keeps your invigoration high and gives you a sense of collaboration and communication as well. So great dream. Very much I love when people, you know, these are such interesting dreams to me. I can just go on all day. So now I have another question. Um, I have a dream for this show. Okay. So the dream is, in the first part of the dream, someone was throwing snakes at me. It was dark. I couldn't see anything. The snakes went above my head and maybe touched my back a little bit. My back wasn't, my back weren't covered with anything and I saw my skin. Snakes were colorful. I remember one had red tones. In the second part, I dreamed snakes as well, but I don't remember details. Thank you. Dreaming about snakes is our rebirth dream. And rebirth, why? Completely shed their skin. And it actually looks like a snake is in it, but there is no snake. They completely shed their skin, and they are they renew and renew and renew. I don't know how long snakes live, but I do know that they shed their entire skin, and they, they are bright, and, you know, they don't fade. They keep shedding. And that's a sign of rebirth. Rebirth means that within you, you're the same you, no different. It's not like, you know, everything changes in a day. But you are allowed enabling yourself 
allowing and enabling yourself to grow. You're saying, hey, you know what? I was here. I accept and love whatever my life gave me, whether it challenged me, whether it gave me trouble, whether it was a happy or sad memory. I'm good, and I'm ready to keep growing. And it's like you shed that skin because you've outgrown maybe relationships, and not just relationships like romantic relationships, maybe some childhood friendships, maybe at work, maybe at school, where you're like, wow, I'm ready to graduate. I I feel like I've got a grip, got a handle on what's going on around me. I know that I want to work at maybe this company or I want to start my own business or I want to help people this way or I want to do research in, in biomedical field. I mean, whatever it is you want to do, you're ready to do it. You're ready for that that next step, that rebirth, that regrowth. We go through it. We know when we hit it. Did you ever, like, you just went to sleep normal one night and then you wake up the next day. You just wake up and you know something's different. You know that you've kind of ended an era in your life. Not because people, when we relate endings to something negative, sometimes things just evolve and you wake up and it's done. Your learning there is done. You've done a great job learning. But instead of celebrating, we get in trouble because we look at endings as endings, not as beginnings of something else. And just that transitional thought that we don't carry brings us a lot of pain in life because it's looked at as something is wrong with us if we've ended something because something we've done for 30 years or 50 years or 40 years or 10 years is looked at as good and stable. It doesn't mean you're not stable if something ends in your life. It means that your life had more to show you and to teach you. But because of how we were taught, endings take on a whole different thing, but we are evolving out of that. People are showing signs of that. People who are ending relationships are saying, hey, we're still friends. We still wish each other well. Please don't dump on us everything that you know is bad. Just please. We are getting to that. We are already showing signs of it, of that evolution in us. We are understanding we are more autonomous. We are understanding that we're still a person whether we have a relationship or not. We are understanding that we're still working whether we're working for someone or we're working for ourselves. We, we are starting to understand that our kids are our kids, but they're only in our care for a short time, and our job is to prepare them to be an adult but also to love them and give them listening skills and give them learning skills as opposed to just making sure that, you know, when they're 18, they'll be okay. But I've done my part. Being a good example because that's what they learn from. We're, We're starting to see the ramifications of that. We even are starting to see that the I want to say, in a, in a weird way, the God-given food, the real food, you know, the food that grows out of the ground or the meats that we may eat or that there's certain animals that provide us with nutrients. There's certain um, plant foods that provide us with nutrients, and we all have a choice as to how we want to live that. 
we can only or that only or both only or whatever it is we want to do. It's all free will and choices. And we're starting to think in free will. Like, well, I'm making a choice to live this way. Why doesn't everybody live this way? Oh, well, they didn't make the same choice. So to have snakes all over and they're on your back, but what I really want you to see in the dream is the beautiful colors that you are seeing. They were colorful. Well, the snakes are rebirth, and you're seeing beautiful colors and beautiful red tones. And then you dreamed about them again. The message is pretty hard and clear that you are definitely growing pretty quickly. And think about colorful. When you think about colorful, what does that feel like? That feels happy. Always happy. So great, great dream. I I really love it. And you have a lot of good to look forward to. All of the dreams, all three of them, are, are dreams that no one gets a lesson for free. We all get a lesson that we need so that we can continue to do what we're doing in our lives. And there's many ways to reach us in dreams, believe it or not, once you understand their mechanics. You start to see them as a huge tool and the motivation for you to do things in your life a certain way that works for you because it's your dream. It's, it's, it's all of our dream, but it's specific to you as well in the same breath. Very cool, huh? So I got another dream. Hi, Nadia. Hug from Chris Kip Wood. I had a short dream, but I was in a building trying things, but I was disturbed and hid in a dark corner. And then a man with a whip that had four long nails on the whip walked straight up to me, and I put my hands up and pretended to cry. That's it. Thank you. It's telling you don't even bother trying to steal. Do what's yours. Leave everything else alone means that you didn't think that feeling was a problem. You just didn't want to get caught. But this dream is telling you that whether you get caught or not, when something isn't right, don't do it. There's nowhere to hide. You know, when Christ says there is no stone left unturned, for every single person in this world, myself included, every time I have done something, I wanted to hide or I was embarrassed of when you really do a lot of that stuff. As you get older, you're like over it. But, you know, when you're younger, you really think no one will know. No one will see. You don't know anything about anything yet. You really believe that if you don't tell somebody something, they just won't know. But they do. And somehow everything I've ever tried to hide came out. And once it came out, it was never as bad as when I was trying to hide it. It was worse, literally worse, than the act that I was hiding. It just was bad to me, to someone else. They're like, oh, who cares? And I'm like, really? Like, you don't care? No, why would I care? I remember doing certain things that I thought my parents would kill me over, and they didn't care. 
But then I did some things that I thought they wouldn't care, and they did a lot to the point where it literally influenced the trajectory of my life. So whatever you have to hide, use yourself as the person who caught you with the whip, with the four nails on it. Someone else. Don't wait for someone else to police you. Take better care of yourself. Own who you are. Don't wait for someone to catch you doing something. We're not little kids anymore. We are adults. And in that, the only thing that means is that we have more experience, experience enough to know that we don't have to pretend to be sorry or cry or feel bad or give up. This dream is about being true true to you. Be true to you. You guys, I have like seven seconds left. Have a great day. I will see you for questions Friday. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com.